All right, this week in golf podcast and the U.S. Open just wrapped up, so let's get to it. First, Wyndham Clark. He's the man. Wyndham is the man. Uh, now he's won two tournaments in, I think, the last six weeks. And let's give him some respect. I kind of dissed him a little bit, so I need to be upfront about that. Um, six weeks ago, he won the Wells Fargo. And, you know, I always make these videos for Golf BPM where I take the music of Golf BPM and I time it to whoever won the tournament that weekend, the past weekend. But uh, I don't always do it. I usually do it if like, you know, Rory wins or Scheffler, one of the bigger names in golf. And when Wyndham won the Wells Fargo, I dissed him. I didn't, I just, well, whatever, I don't know. Maybe I was being lazy that week or I didn't think he was worthy. And so I was wrong. And so this weekend coming in on Sunday, it was a great leaderboard. Everybody was up there. Scheffler was up there. Rory, Ricky, uh, forget who else was in there. And then Wyndham Clark. And Wyndham Clark went out and won the tournament. And I want to make that clear. He won the tournament. And the reason I want to say it like that is because if you saw some of the reporting from yesterday, which was Monday, the day after the tournament, in the Twitter, Twitter sphere and the YouTube prognosticators, it was like it was like as if Rory blew it or Ricky wasn't, you know, it, it was very, it was like, oh, Rory can't make a putt, right? It's like, no, dude, Wyndham Clark went out and he, he won, okay? He was the only guy in the field to get to 12 under, okay? He gets to 12 under on, uh, well, 12 under on Sunday, I'll say that. He gets to 12 under on Sunday. He starts at 10 under. He gets to 12 under, which gives him like a three-stroke lead. Might have been four strokes at that time. And then that allows him to to make a few errors coming in. He bogeys, he does back-to-back -back bogeys. And then 17, he makes a great chip. And 18, he seals it. So he wins. He went out. He won the tournament. It was exciting. It was fun to watch. It wasn't the greatest to watch in a sense that like, Players weren't hitting it super close to the holes, so there wasn't a lot of birdies. But, you know, Wyndham Clark hit a par 5 and 2 and 2 putted for a birdie. That gets him to 12 under. So it was pretty much a joy to watch down the stretch. And to see a guy with that much emotion win was awesome. He shot 64. Now, okay, so the first day of the U.S. Open, Ricky Fowler and Xander Shoffley both shot 62, 8 under. And it was like this huge headline because Thursday, the course played pretty easy. And then for whatever reason, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it, it tightened up. So just kind of that one day kind of shot the overall scores uh, lower. But that same day that they shot 62, when everybody was making a big deal of that, Wyndham Clark went out and shot 64. So he's only two strokes out of the lead. So he shoots 64, 67, 69, and then even par on Sunday – but again, he was two under for a, a while there. That gave him enough cushion to get through to the end, which is interesting because when it came down to the end, there's also a lot of people on the Twitter and YouTube talking about the NBC broadcast and Azinger and what people said and what people. What a bunch of losers. Like, 
if you're criticizing like a broadcast, come on, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's always funny. Like we played golf with this guy and he was from Boston. And uh, on like the six hole, he was going through all the golf commentators and who was the best and why they were the best and whatnot. And I didn't know the guy. And I looked at my friend and I go, tell me you're from Boston without telling me you're from Boston. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're complaining about broadcasters. But here's what I will say about that broadcast. Okay. The broadcast kind of made it seem like, like they really wanted him to bogey the last hole. They were trying to jinx him in every way possible. Like he gets up on the tee and as he's on the tee, he just needs to make a par. And like they flash the little cryer on the banner across the bottom. And it's like, he's hit every fairway today. You know, hoping he'd miss the fairway and be in a, a tough spot. And then when he hits it on the green and he's walking up to the green, the next Chiron says, hasn't three-putted a green all weekend or something like that. And I was like, dude, what are you guys doing here? It was so funny. But the final thing is his mindset. And I wrote a piece on this today. It's on our blog on Golf BPM. But it has to do with basically his his self-image, Wyndham Clark's self-image of himself and it gets into what his mantras were for the week going in. And his mantras were, um, enjoy yourself. You're on a beautiful course. Number two, be cocky. And then number three, don't forget about one and two. So basically, dude's mindset is, is he's out there. He's enjoying the fact that he's getting to compete in the U.S. Open against the best players in the world. But he's cocky enough to know, I just beat these guys six weeks ago. I can beat everybody in this field. I'm the top guy. People should be gunning for me. So when you're looking at that leaderboard going into Sunday and you see those five names kind of all jammed up there at the top and you're thinking, well, Rory's, you know, probably the favorite here. Ricky's the, the sentimental favorite. And this Wyndham Clark guy's thinking, no, dude, be cocky. You're the man. You're the effing man out here. You've won this thing. You, you beat these guys before. You can do it. You got every shot in the bag. These guys, they don't know what they're up against. And... I really like that self-image and that's what I was writing about. And, and it's just what I'll convey here is like, how do you see yourself? And maybe this relates to how you see yourself as a golfer. You know, they, oh, I'm just a lucky if I break 90 type of guy, you know, I'll always be that guy. Well, there you go. That's why you're always that guy or in your job or anything you do, the way you see yourself truly matters in this world. So give it a read. It's a good one. Um, moving along, we'll give some props to Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler was, uh, last year at this time, he was ranked 185 in the world rankings, 185. And he's currently at 35. He has been playing good all season. He played good enough to play himself into the U S open. Uh, I think by a top 50, by being in the top 50 and he got a new caddy. He got a new coach. He shot 62 on Thursday. And he was hanging in there pretty good until uh, till Sunday. He shot 73. So that's unfortunate. It would have been a great story. I will agree with that. But, you know, nobody cares about your great story or your feelings. It's like what happened happened. And that's why that's why I think NBC really dropped the ball in the broadcast as they were hoping so badly that, you know, Ricky or Rory could have won it versus, you know, because let's face it. Ricky and Rory get the clicks. 
<laughs> I mean, if you do a, a podcast, a video, a tweet about Ricky Fowler or Rory today, instead of Wyndham Clark, it's going to get twice as many views. But Wyndham's the man. And he's won two tournaments again this year. He gets in there with Homa. Scheffler's won twice. Rom's won a, a few times. So, you know, there's a lot of guys who've won two tournaments this year, and they're all top-name players. So we got to put Wyndham in there. Um, let's talk briefly about Rory. I think that the people online that have a take that Rory just can't make a putt, uh, I think that's lazy. I think that's very lazy, particularly if you watch the tournament. Guy had a lot of 40-footers, 60-footers, 30-footers. You are right, he didn't make any of them, but there were guys three-putting all day long on those greens, and he was putting those putts to within, like, six inches, you know, maybe they would come up on the low side of the hole because he just didn't hit it quite hard enough or maybe just on the high side and stop the ball right behind the hole. I mean, again, that's a lazy take. It's hard to win a golf tournament, a U.S. Open. And with a guy like Wyndham Clark, let's be honest, the guy was on fire and has been for a few weeks now. So Rory um, continues, though, continues to be in the mix going into a Sunday. So I don't know if he'll ever win another major, but I would uh, I would speculate that he'll win a tournament this year, some sort of tournament. The USGA, uh, as far as the U.S. Open goes, the um, the one thing that the USGA does that's phenomenal is that they give money back to the local community where they have the tournament app. So they're giving I think a couple million bucks to the city of LA to help develop some of the courses in the less, uh, uh, in the not so great neighborhoods. So we can bring golf to people that aren't just playing at a country club like LA country club. And so that's what they do. That's what they did many years ago. They had a U.S. open at, um, uh, the Olympic club in San Francisco. They had, they had it a few years, but like 10 years ago or so when Webb Simpson won, but in 98, they had it. And the course next door was Harding Park. And Harding Park was an excellent layout. I used to play it all the time when I was younger. Excellent layout. same Similar layout to what it is now. But just like crappy. Not well maintained. And every time you played it, you'd think, why don't they redo this course? It's awesome. It's got the cypress trees. It's right next to the Olympic Club and San Francisco Golf Club. And so the USGA used Harding Park as a parking lot. You actually parked on the fairways that year. And they gave a bunch of money to the city, or I don't know who owns Harding, but whoever owns Harding, they gave the money there and the USGA rebuilt that course with the thought of having other PGA events there, which they now do. So that's a good good way that the USGA is giving back. Got to grow the game. Uh, let's go over the final results of the US Open. Obviously, and the money. Cha-ching, the money, yo. Uh, Wyndham Clark, first place, $3.6 million. Rory McIlroy, don't feel bad for him. $2.1 million in second place. Scheffler, <laughs> premium Mr. Third the last uh, six weeks or so, last probably four months, three months. Uh, Scheffler gets third, $1.4 million. Cam Smith, the highest ranking live player, actually played excellent on Sunday. I think he was four or five under on Sunday. And he gets, uh, we'll say a million bucks. $990,000, million bucks. And then uh, tied for three, uh, tied for fifth was Fleetwood. Minwoo Lee, 
who seems to be in there a lot lately as well, and uh, Ricky Fowler. They tied. They get 738000 each. Tommy Fleetwood had a great day on Sunday again. I think he was six or seven under as well. He was seven under. So he could have tied the eight under U.S. Open course record or U.S. Open round record. Okay, let's look at the... What's coming up this weekend is the Travelers. And the Travelers is an elevated event. And so they are saying 23 of the world top 30 playing for an elevated purse. Okay, so it looks like we're going to have all the big names there this weekend. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, well, it doesn't actually give me the 23 of the 36. But any, anyways, um, it's a full field. It's an elevated event. So there's a lot of money on the line. The Travelers Insurance. Is it Travelers? No, just the Travelers. Elevated event. $3.6 million to the winner. So there you go. Um, good cash coming out this weekend. Okay, final topic, a quick one. Uh, we'll just go over the live PGA merger and where things stand right now. Not a lot has changed, except Jay Monahan has, I think he's stepped down. They say he's taking a medical leave. Um, he's got an undisclosed medical issue, and he's no longer involved. But that's a boring topic, so let's get away from that. Because nobody knows what the hell's going on with it anyway. It's just like you're just reporting stuff that people say. Uh, the bottom line is that the U.S. Open was awesome this weekend. Wyndham Clark's the man. He's won two tournaments now this year. And we go into the Travelers. We get an elevated event this weekend as well. So that is This Week in Golf. Hey, it's Jeremy Callahan, and thanks for listening to This Week in Golf. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can get all the latest news and analysis from Golf BPM.